Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. A little bit of a tense vibe in the studio. That's fine. That's going to mean it's going to be outrageously good radio. Don't get tense, just relax. Oh, three, four. I have my um, uh, my eldest. Um, he wants to show affection because of the divorce and stuff. He's, he, he wants to show affection and he's struggling to know how to show affection. And so today, and he knew I wasn't very sick, can I give you a massage? Well, you're too right, you cowboy. And so he gave me a massage. And then he said, wouldn't it be funny if, some, if someone walked on your back? And I said, well, okay, fine. And so I lay on the floor. And he said, really? He said, well, you walk on my back. Don't tread on the spine. You walk up and down. He said, Should I, all my weight? I said, all your weight. I can take it. And he was in his step. Then both of them were just running up and down my back in his steps. And it felt great. How many times did you blow off? I didn't blow off at all. But then they kept doing it to each other. <laughs> I've got a recording of it. But I, I think they might use their names. Um, and I'll never give their names up. But they, I've got a recording of them, which I'll play you, of them walking on each other's back. And it's just, they're just in hysterics. <gasps> they're finding it hilarious. Hilarious. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Dom. Good evening, Dom. Good evening. Hello, Dom. What can I do Hello. for you tonight? How you doing? Uh, well, we had a, a bit of a tete-a-tete on Twitter yesterday, didn't we? That, uh, Remind me who uh, you are. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm the vegan on Twitter. That, uh, I think that there's more than one. The oh, no, you're, you're the one that was a bit rude, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry for that. I'd like to offer my, my apology initially, actually, because uh, in, in hindsight, I think I was a bit accusatory and, uh, and inflammatory. Oh, that's uh, I, that's very kind of you, man. I, I accept the I accept the apology. I did I did find it, um, I did find it. You know, yeah, I found it a bit aggressive when it didn't need to be because we're kind of on the same yeah. side. Okay, that's good to know. I mean, you, you, you're right. You, you are right. I was overly uh, aggressive, and I certainly didn't need to be. Well, I uh, apologise if I, I apologise if I was rude to you. I can't apologise for what anyone else sent to you because you, you're right. <laughs> I've got a little bit of sway, but I certainly didn't tell anyone to send mean messages. And I know you've got some mean right. messages, but, that, you know, that's down to those individuals, and that's certainly not the vibe that I try and create on Twitter. 
of course, and I get that. And uh, and I, 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 luckily, I'm I'm big enough and ugly enough to uh, to take all that with a pinch of salt. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, quite simply, rather than carry this malarkey on on, on Twitter, which is, I need to I need to learn to take a breath before I type on Twitter. I Me think. too, man. I'm rather new to it, and it's uh, it's 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 a bit. So it can get a bit crazy out there. It's but, full of um, arseholes, yeah. Dom. I tell you, and I was calling you that last night, if I'm honest, in my head. Well, I was calling you that so last night. So you're in good company. Well, there you go, man. Uh, um, well, I, listen, I, I appreciate your apology. That means a lot. Genuinely, it does. And um, uh, I appreciate you calling in because that couldn't have been an easy thing to do. Uh, and I'm sorry, you know, it got. But for those who don't know, I saved a deer, and I'm. And you know what? I'm going to admit it. I virtue signalled. That's the first time I can ever go. Yeah, that was that was actually what people call virtue signalling. I posted that I'd done something good because I was showing off on Twitter. Normally I don't, but I, I did. Here's the thing, though. Everyone is showing off on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, but that was done deliberately because I was gonna. I knew I was gonna enjoy the pats on the back, and then Dom kind of went, "Yeah, well, but." I bet you went and had a cup of tea with Milkin and if, what was it? Hashtag uh, uh, vegan or hypocrite. And um, and we kind of had a little bit of banter about banter. Should mm. I have stoved the deer's head in? And um, uh, which I'm going to be honest, it was that was one of my thoughts when I saw a deer lying in the road. No, honestly, it was. And I'll tell you why it was, Dom. Because when I drove past it, I was thinking, oh, God, I wish I hadn't seen. There was a deer sat in the middle of the road, right in a country lane, right on the white lines. And I drove yeah. past it. I thought, oh, man, I wish I hadn't seen that because I've got to do something now. So I drove back and I was quite prepared. If it was very, very, very seriously injured and at death's door, you know, and splattered everywhere, I was going to... One of the options open to me would have been to run it over to put it out of its misery. Luckily... Absolutely. Luckily, it wasn't. It was fine. Apart from, its, I think, at least three of its legs were broken. So I picked it up and put it in the car and took it to a, an animal uh, wildlife hospital. And, and as far as I know, it's well, it, yeah, I know it's still alive, and I'm going to find up Monday. Phone. But anyway, um, but I do, th- I, I do think. Well, you know this as well because you're an intelligent bloke. You know that, that that there can be compromises, and yeah, of course, in your world, you know, uh, uh, the veganism is the ideal. Um, and and I, I and I'm not one of those people that, that uses vegans as a cheap gag. I might have done in the past. People now going online trying to find gags I made about vegans ten years ago. Maybe I did. I don't know. But I'm not one of those. I, I have nothing but respect for people who are that committed to their beliefs that they will, you know, will will change their entire diet around it. Um, I was a vegetarian for 27 years. I know some vegans look down on vegetarians. That's cool as well. Everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. But I do think they're, you know. Can I? Yes. Can I put forward my my side? I mean, I. Do um, it. it. It wasn't aimed at you, Ian. Quite frankly, there's a, there's a, a well-known comedian on Twitter that, that just kind of kind of rankles me. And I wasn't having the greatest of days yesterday, but that's no excuse. But um, he's often posting uh, about you know animal rights, animal welfare. It's Gervais, you're talking about Ricky Gervais. Yeah. You did. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to drag no, anyone else into, into anything. But, um, you know, you, what you did yesterday for that deer is absolutely fantastic and to be commended. And in spite of what people might have insinuated yesterday, it's not the case that I don't think that. I think it's it's a wonderful thing. Um, all of Ricky's posts are all about, you know, saving dogs, saving cats, yeah. or whatever else. And that's fantastic too. But then there's a plethora of, of, of people that are just saying, um, oh, brilliant. Yeah, I hate people that, that, that upset or, or torture animals or this, that, and the other. And of course, every single one of them is, um, well, not every single one of them, but sure. the majority of them yeah. are actively promoting the yeah. torture of all these other sentient beings by yeah. 
buying meat and dairy and they're not necessarily doing it deliberately you know they're not doing it with a view to upsetting and, and injuring these animals they're just not quite aware of how beautiful and sentient some of them are i mean yeah. pigs are so much more intelligent than dogs oh yeah yeah, yeah. unless you know that yeah you, you you might put your taste buds first and enjoy some bacon but is there but is uh, there not it, education but no exactly and I, I i know exactly what you mean and i've considered veganism i've considered it i don't think i i certainly couldn't i certainly wouldn't want to and couldn't do it at this point in my life but you know every now and I, I consider it but is there not is it how, how am i going to phrase this is it not better to at least fight for some animal rights even if you are a meat eater isn't it better to do that than not fight for any animal yes. rights and listen i, I, I work i work with I, ricky years ago i don't know him now but i know he, he, he tweets a lot about uh, you know protecting animals and stuff like that isn't it better that he uses his platform of however many million of twitter followers he's got to do that even if he then goes off and has a hot dog or, or a burger or something afterwards rather than do nothing yeah, i i agree i i think that is the case and and this is where i come from is i never uh, think whenever I tweet Ricky or yourself, I never assume. And like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm still really, even though I'm not new to Twitter, I do not use it much. But I never assume I'm going to get a response from the celebrity that yeah. I'm treating, uh, tweeting. Well, what I think I'm going to hopefully get, and what has happened before now, is by reaching out there, perhaps not quite so aggressively as yesterday, yeah. a couple of people get into a healthy debate. And a, a couple of people, even if it's one or two, actually start to think and watch some of the stuff that's out there. There's so many good things on YouTube and Netflix to be watched, and it, it's worked before. Yep. Now I've, you know, I've got I've got at least four or five people that would actively put me forward as someone that that, that put them on the path towards veganism. And for me, well, to be able to piggyback on that platform that you guys offer. Uh, if it gets one person over, then then that's me doing something that I can feel good about as well. Are you allowed to piggyback as a vegan? I don't know if that is. I don't know if that's <laughs> part of the ethos. Well, listen, well, that's we go. good. But it, but vegan because because when when I became a vegetarian in about 1987, 88 maybe, it was still weird. You were still a freak if you were a vegeta- vegetarian. You see, you're still a freak if you you know you couldn't get yeah. anything then apart from uh, cauliflower cheese was what you get. Cauliflower flipping cheese. <laughs> And and being a vegan then, man alive, you were nuts. Impossible. It, impossible, impossible, and yeah. you were a freak. But 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 yeah. now, vegetarianism is 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 normal, and veganism is normal. And I would say in the last five years, veganism has come on in in terms of its social perception in leaps and bounds, hasn't it? Yes, and and, and the ease for which you can do. It. I mean, you being a vegetarian in the eighties would have been far more difficult than me being a vegetarian, a, a vegan now. Yeah. Uh, where I'm so lucky to have all this stuff made available. Um, I, the, the one difficulty, my son is highly allergic to nuts, so we Uh-oh. can't have any nuts in the house, which oh, is a vegan is, is, is painful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's going to grow up with trouble. Yeah, but um, but no, it, it 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 is so much easier now, and with all the information, I mean, that's the thing. I absolutely, I was on the other side of this argument for years and years as a young adult. I would call out vegans as weird, hemp wearing. I don't wear hemp, but you know what I mean, tie dye. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that rubbish, and uh, and you look at about a boy for the, you know the film with Hugh Grant yeah. and, uh, and and what's his face, uh, and his mum is made to be an absolute freak, and in the end she gives over and lets him have some meat. Yeah, and I've always thought that way, and only through painfully educating myself, and again this started because of my son because he's dairy intolerant as well. Oh, um, only through educating myself about what these things could do to the body did I start to think, hang on, we are drinking the milk 
of another species that's meant for its young. And I wouldn't go up to another random woman in the street and drink her breast milk, but I'm happy to drink the milk of another species. It, it doesn't make sense to but me. But also what people uh, don't get as well is that it's painful for the cows to have those things clipped to the udders. And also they're given yeah. a drug so that they're constantly they're constantly yeah. pumping out milk. You know, it's not, it's not a that's normal... Good situation for them no, to be pumping out milk every it's single not day. A byproduct, natural byproduct. And they have their young torn from them and yeah, they mourn yeah. for their young just as a human would. So yeah. yeah, but all of that has only come about following my learning about all of these things. And it's been painful, I tell you, in watching these things. Watch it if you watch Lucent on YouTube, yeah. it will show you how wonderful pigs are, but it's so painful to watch. But I've had to put myself through that and that's why I feel so impassioned. Well, no, hey, listen, man, I'm so pleased you phoned, Dom, um, and, and uh, we are metaphorically shaking hands now because you've explained yourself so much better, and I hope I have, than is possible Absolutely. on Twitter. It's impossible to explain yourself on Twitter. And I'll be honest, we, we, I, I, and I'm trying to, I'm trying not to do this, but I do. I tend to come out all guns blazing when I feel that someone's <laughs> having a pop at me, whether they are or not. And you, 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 you've just admitted that your first tweet was a bit aggressive, and that's cool. But I yep. co- if I come out all guns blazing and, and, you know, and firing and stuff like that, so... Twitter is not Twitter is not the place for a nuanced um conversation or a discussion about opposing beliefs. I don't know if anyone else has picked up on that. I don't know if I'm the first person <laughs> to 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 become aware of that. Um but but it it it's not. And I, again, I apologize. I thought my tweets were funny if I'm honest, but they did have some effing and jeffing in it. Um, I, I apologise for any aggressiveness that came from me. Um and I genuinely man, I respect the decisions that you have made, I, I wish you the best of luck bringing up your boy with, with allergies and intolerances like that. I mean, that, that makes everything a whole lot more difficult. And, uh, well, and I'm I really... killed him twice. No. <laughs> Why, what, 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 what happened? How do you oh, find out that someone's no, got, got an allergy? You, you, that he ate a nut and he swelled up? Yeah, we gave him some cashew nut butter and, and he blew up. And then uh, we were on holiday in the Sillies in the summer and I managed to give him a... A milkshake, which I'd somehow convinced myself was free of dairy and therefore safe for him, and it had almonds in it, and he blew up, and we had to get him flown off the island. It was ridiculous. And what is it? Is it? Did he get? Did he get an epipen? Did he get an injection or something? Yeah, Man. but the epipens didn't do anything. So he had two epipens on on the island, and 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 the reaction still got worse. So he had to get flown off, and that was completely and utterly my fault. I just, you know, sometimes I don't think. So my wife is just about forgiven me nearly uh, six months on. Uh, <laughs> it's petrifying. It's so easily done. Yeah, of course it is. Um, but. Hopefully not again. But no, Ian, thank you for Bless having you, me on here. And this is this is the platform for this kind of discussion. I tell you what, in the, the you know the the few minutes I've been listening beforehand, and the podcasts I gave a listen before I decided to come on here. Oh, thank I'll be you, listening man. Listening again, and uh, and I'll be uh, I'll be calling in again because yeah, it's please do. You can call in about this. You can call about anything. And sometimes we get heavy, and more often than not, we get very silly. I enjoyed your wedding photos of you. With, I'm assuming it was your wedding photo. With you opening your shirt and you were Superman underneath. Did you see those? I did. They were great pictures. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, Dom, nice to talk to you, brother. Thank you for calling in, man. And you. Take care. Tati bye. There we go. What a nice guy. Twitter. Twitter. I was all set for a a punch up there. Yeah. Twitter, you can't do it on Twitter. I found it really helpful taking it off my phone as an app. Yeah. So now I only kind of open it if I've got... if I got my laptop open, which is sort of the end of the day when I get into work. And by then, anything that might have flared up into an argument is so old anyway, it's barely worth responding. Yeah, yeah. But it's so easy, isn't it, when it pops in? Of course it does. And, you know, I come out kicking. So do I. And and his first tweet was a bit aggressive, you know. And it, it, and 
So I came out punching back. I slugged him back, and it was done. And, and I can't control what people who follow. And there, I did see some quite abusive things sent. You know, but a conversation was had in a public forum. That's going to happen. I certainly don't encourage that. You know, amongst my followers on Twitter. Um, but um, that's blowing my mind. Good for him. And also doing a bit of research. He listened to, to, to some podcasts yeah. to decide whether he was going to phone in or not. Because he's not daft. He's a smart, he's a smart bloke. Yeah. Thank you, Dom. Call in again, brother. Um, and we might disagree about something, but at least if we do, we can do it in a better, less shouty, gif yeah. way. Isn't it funny? You know, you can disagree with someone and not hate them. I like that. What a nice guy. Yeah, good. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Sorry, were well, you just being cold with me then? No. Felt cold. Wow. Unbelievable. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jamie East. Now, as well as being on talk radio every afternoon between 1 and 4pm, I've just started a brand new podcast that I wanted to tell you about. It's called Talk Film. We've got interviews with the big stars like Martin Freeman, Tandy Newton, Josh Brolin, loads of them. And also all of the reviews of the week's big releases. There's a new episode every Thursday, available through Apple Podcasts and your favourite podcast app. Just search for Talk Film and give it a whirl. If you like it, please hit that subscribe button. Moonlit musings for mums, madams and meat. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. I don't know what just happened there. There's a big story, got loads of calls. Stay there, Alan, Simon, David, Lee and Nigel, right? There's a big story in all the papers. Apparently Dan Wootton was banging on about it. Oh, he was very indignant. It was one of those knee-jerk stories. I love a good knee-jerk story. Where first reaction is, this is outrageous. Ban this sick filth. This is... This is disgusting. I love those. Because we all have a knee-jerk. However intelligent and well-read we think we are, we all have a knee-jerk. And this one sparks the, it's the thin end of the wedge and yeah. will no one think of the children. The trick is, have the knee-jerk reaction. The trick is to see what the second thought is. Yeah. And sometimes the knee-jerk reaction is the right one to have. Sometimes it is. Sometimes that initial anger is a good thing to have. But 
more often than not, I'm finding the second thought that isn't a chemical reaction, that isn't, a, you know, a, a kind of, a, 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 well, a knee joke. The second one is the better one. So this is the story. It's in the mail. It's in loads of the papers. Um, don't inject it alone. University offers students online guide to taking heroin. A top university where a student died last year after taking ecstasy. That's really interesting, and I will come back to that in a minute has been slammed for giving detailed advice on how to take drugs safely. I'll come back to it now. Maybe if this advice had been given two years ago, who knows Who knows what would have happened in that incident where someone died? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But it's that thing. Has given detailed advice on how to take drugs safely. The guide on the official University of Sheffield website tells students who take drugs with a needle not to inject alone and gives a step-by-step guide on how to take specific substances. Joanna Burns, 22, died in June last year after taking MDMA, a crystallised form of ecstasy, during a club night out at the university's student union. See, that should be... That incredibly sad and tragic fact should be... I don't want to say used, because I don't want to use a younger woman's death. Okay, but that, 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 that fact, I would suggest, um, should make up part of why this what the university is doing is the right thing. Instead, they're using it to say, well, someone died, so we shouldn't be talking about drugs at all here. Well, because the inference is that they're encouraging it. Yeah. It's not that at no, all. No, it's not. They're not. The, 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 yeah, you're right. The implication is that the university is now condoning it, How to guide yeah. to take drugs. The online guide gives instructions about crushing the MDMA, dabbing the end of your finger into the powder, and how long to wait before considering redosing. Further details are provided for taking ecstasy pills, along with advice about quantities and further doses. It also suggests splitting pills into smaller advice, smaller amounts, which is great advice. Great advice. Drinking plenty of water, great advice. Not mixing different drugs and to avoid taking substances on consecutive days. Another page states if you're injecting drugs, never inject alone and to take drugs with friends. It's great. When I took acid, we were told, it was suggested by someone who'd taken acid before, to have someone with you who's done it before, to help guide you through it. You don't want to do it on your own, Ian, because you might go nuts. You want someone there who can explain what you're going through. And that's the same for any Class A. You want someone there. If you're going to do it, and I'm not condoning it, but someone who's had that experience before, so when you go, oh my God, I'm feeling this, they go, don't worry, it's perfectly normal. That just means this is happening. But if we just breathe through it, you're going to cut. That fills in the gap between the drugs education we had at school, which was a copper coming in with a cabinet full of drugs, seized drugs, right? (laughs) And telling us about the crazy stuff they'd had to stop people doing or people had already done because they were under the influence. You know, people who were running on two broken legs, people who were throwing themselves out of windows and stuff. People, by and large, who were taking it on their own. Yeah. The information is predominantly on the drug harm reduction page of the Students' Union website, section of the website. Students at the university have criticised the move. Final year Spanish student Sab Jones said, How can they write if you're injecting drugs? Never inject alone. I don't think he's a Spanish student. Uh, I think he studies Spanish. Okay. Uh, How can they write if you're injecting drugs? Never inject alone. It's like an oxymoron. Hello? That's the oxymoron calling. Um, I don't think that's what oxymoron means, by the way. No, it doesn't at all. That is basically saying it's dangerous, but do it with a friend. Yeah. They're not saying, by the way, drugs is safe. They're not saying that. No point. I've got the whole, we've got what we think is the whole thing here, which we'll read in a bit. I'll read it all out, actually. And they're not saying, hey, drugs are cool. You should do it with a mate because you'll have a laugh. They're saying, look, 
this is dangerous. You're going to do it. Do it with someone there to keep an eye on you. And in no way, I mean, the male saying there how to take drugs safely, that's not what they're saying. He's no. saying you will be safer yeah. if you take these precautions. The student c- continues, it's basically saying it's dangerous, but do it with a friend. It means not only putting yourself at risk, but someone close to you at risk. I'm ashamed that this policy is real and on their website. Drama student Bliss Hunter. Now, I'm sure Bliss Hunter doesn't take drugs, but God almighty, that's what we were all doing when we were trying to tra- take them. We were hunting Bliss. Added... I think it's a bizarre thing to tell students. It's dangerous and it advocates taking drugs. It doesn't at all. The student union should be looking at protecting students and deferring them away from the drug scene, not encouraging them to take them. Uh, The university needs to offer support and advice to students who are tempted by drugs. But only if the advice is don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it should be highlighting the negative effects. Uh, the information on the university website stresses that possession, use and supply of drugs is illegal and the uni- university has a zero tolerance policy towards drugs. And yet still they've been <laughs> told um, that they're encouraging it. Um, OK, right. The university has faced scrutiny over the death of Miss Burns, who didn't normally take drugs, but it was experimenting as part of a final fling to celebrate the end of her third year exams. She'd created two homemade MDMA bombs by splitting the seven-pound powder into two cigarette wrappers. Well, that is, I did that once with speed, and I really thought I was going to die. Really, it was the, the, one of the few times. It was very early on, I thought, shit, I'm dying. Where you wrap it in in, uh, in a Rizla, and you swallow the whole thing, so it's supposed to it, it slowly release in your stomach. It doesn't. It was awful. 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 And that's why you need education to tell you, don't do this. Um, right, so here's some of the stuff on the website. I think this is great. I genuinely think this is great. Would I have listened to it as a student? I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the reality, right? There are people listening to this now who are chopping up lines of coke, who are getting their little pipes out, who are rolling up spliffs. People take drugs. People take drugs. It's not an instruction. It's a fact. And a lot of people take drugs for the very first time when they're at university. I smoked a little bit of weed before I went to college, and then I kind of stopped. And then when I went to college... It was open season. You know, I was seeing ecstasy. I was seeing speed. I was seeing LSD in front of me. I heard stories of people taking cocaine, although I never did at college. Suddenly there were drugs around. And I was scared for a long time, but I did it. University is the place where where people will take drugs for the, for the very, very first time. And I would prefer it if those people were armed with knowledge about safer ways to do it. So... Here's, this is the advice. For all drugs, and I'm sorry for sniffing. It's ironic I'm sniffing. I've got a cold. For all drugs, start low, go slow. Whether drinking alcohol or taking other drugs, start with a small amount and wait for an hour or so to feel the effects and gauge the strength before taking more. Sounds great to me. You don't neck it all in one go. And I should spell out, because there will be people listening go and on. taking Thank notes you. ready to report us to Ofcom for encouraging drug use. We are not doing that at all. No. We're looking at what this this university is being criticised for. Yeah. Don't condone this. Don't condone drug taking in the slightest. I just know people do it. If using MDA, MDMA crystal, the same rules of dosing apply. One way to reduce the risks of taking too much MDA is to follow the loops. Crush, dab, wait. Crush your MDMA into a fine powder. Dab the end of your finger into the powder. This should give you an average dose of 100 milligrams. Uh, wait one to two hours, feel the effects, and gauge the strength before considering which is... Well, this is really sensible advice if you're going to do it. You've got a packet of MDMA. I don't even know what MDA com- MDMA comes in, but uh, you, you've got a packet of it. Don't neck it all in one go. Because presumably what's happening is people who aren't used to it are taking it, thinking nothing's happening, and then ending up overdosing. 
for ecstasy. Start with a quarter. Break your tab into a quarter and regularly sip water. This is great advice. Given that many ecstasy pills are currently five to ten times stronger than they were a decade or so ago, start with a quarter or half a pill and wait at least an hour to feel the effects. Chill out and drink water, but not too much. It was only when I was starting this kind of scene that people were were saying you should drink water. But but then people started drowning because they were drinking too much. Didn't some clubs stop um, the cold water taps? Yep, 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 yep. What was that? It's illegal to do that now. Why were they doing that? Uh, so that you'd go and buy water. Gosh, so but instead people just weren't yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Two of the most significant risks of dancing for prolonged prolong periods, uh, I'm cutting some bits out for time, um, are heat stroke and dehydration. If you're dancing in a hot club, it's important you do not become dehydrated. Drink plenty of water, but not too much. Try to stick to about an, a pint an hour. Don't mix and match. Mixing drugs, also known as polydrug use, increases associated risks. The, uh, this includes prescription drugs such as antidepressants. For example, mixing cocaine with other stimulants such as amphetamines or ecstasy will put more strain on your heart. Safe sex and consent. Then it goes into a safe sex thing. Uh, if you can test, do test. This is a the thing they do now. I've been doing it for a while. If you've got ecstasy in some clubs and some events, you can take it to somewhere and they'll do a little test. They'll take a little, little bit of it, do a test and go, yeah, that's a pure pill or that's cut with this or that's a piece of crap. They'll do that. Mm. God, imagine. Imagine the amount of... Uh, and I don't say this to show off in any way. Jason, stay there. I know you want to talk about this, right? The amount of pills I've taken where nothing's happened. Or the amount of pills I've taken where I've thrown up half an hour later. The amount of times I've, snuff, I've sniffed cocaine and it's, it's tasted of lemon because it's jiff. It's, um, it's whatever that powder is. It's, it's, it's cleaning fluid, cleaning powder. The amount of times, and it's made me violently ill, right? I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying it because if there had been somewhere where I could go, can you test this? Mm. And you're not you're, you're not being laughed at. You're not at fear of prosecution. You're not in danger where you can openly go, could you test this, please? And they go, that is crap, mate. You do not want to put that up your nose. I know people who have smoked something and then afterwards, you know, day after said, that was not what I thought it was going to be. It can't have been mm. because the effect was completely, you know, completely different to what they were expecting. Um, Again, we've got to say this. So that when someone does complain to Ofcom, we can play this tape back. This is the third time, I think, of saying it. We're not encouraging you to take drugs. We're not condoning the use of, of taking drugs. God, how many conversations have we had about the, the, how difficult it and how much lives get ruined yeah. by it? Uh, all we're doing is we're reading out the advice from the University of Sheffield Student Union that has been roundly, and I'm going to say wrongly, criticised by most of the press. I can't think of any other bit of press that's gone, this is a great idea. This is wonderful. Will people take any notice of it? I'm trying to think back to my college days. Probably not. And before someone hits us, and it will happen at some point with how would you feel about your kid getting this advice? If my child, and I hope to God it never happens, if my child is ever contemplating injecting drugs, someone telling them not to do it on their own isn't the worst advice they're going to get. Here's my thinking. Then we'll have a break. Then we'll go to Jason and we'll take some calls. Here's my thinking, right? At some point, my kids are probably going to take drugs. They probably are. Very, very likely. Whether it's having a bit of weed. I mean, they're certainly going to drink. Um, whether it's having a bit of weed or whether it's more. I don't know. But I suspect that something, you know, they're certainly going to drink. And I suspect they'll probably have a puff at some point, at the very least. And one of the benefits of me being a drug addict is I will be able to spot pretty early on when they started that. My antenna is up. 
But also, when they are old enough, and we're some way off this, but when they're old enough, I'm going to sit down and, and tell them why I don't drink. I'm going to tell them what happened to me and my my um, abusive relationship with alcohol and drugs and how I'm allergic to them. And uh, how dark it can get. And how dark it can get. And also, it's sometimes it's fun. But I hope that I will. They will be able to. I will have such a good relationship when they are teenagers or young men that I'll be able to have an open conversation with the pluses and the minuses and where it took me and on how to if they're going to do stuff, how they the safest way they can do it. I don't want my babies to take drugs. Of course I don't. But I also live in the real world. Yeah, it kind of you know I never had that conversation with my parents, but my mom was always great. She would she'd always say to me, "I'd rather you tell me what's going on." Yeah. I might not like it, but then at least I'll know and we can talk about it. And I remember talking about sex with my mum to a certain degree and and she was really honest about it, really honest about it. And thank God she was because my other my other parent, my dad, mm. wanted to pretend it wasn't happening yeah, at yeah. all. And you can't have two parents like that. Yeah. Not and not come a cropper at some point. And also going back to the time I took a speed bomb, which is this awful way of taking drugs. And I thought I was going to die. I was 21. It was college, my third year at college. I wish I'd had a, a parent. I could have phoned up and said, oh, my God, what have I done? And when I was, was at my lowest ebb the last three or four years of my coke use, I wish I could have told my mum or dad and said, man, I'm, I am struggling. Well, because the, struggling. Other, the secrecy adds to the yeah. problem, doesn't it? I think this thing from the University of Sheffield Student Union is brilliant. 0344 499 Jason, you'll be next. Then we've got Nigel Lee, Simon and Alan. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.